following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We'll get to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. He was at the official introduction of Jonathan Smith as a replacement for Mel Tucker. When it comes to Michigan State football, I heard the introductory press conference with Alan Haller and Coach Smith on our flagship station, 96 won the game in Grand Rapids. Haller and Smith aren't guys that are going to be at a pulpit as evangelists. They're not. It, but that's good. And let me explain. That you're going to roll up your sleeves. This guy is innovative. This Smith isn't going to be a guy that's going to be like Izzo with the media. His results will be his message to the fans and those who cover and talk about Michigan State football. His hire garnered no national attention. Zero. Yeah, there's talk about Elko going to Texas A&M. College football playoff rankings are there is a major headline. The conference championship games this weekend. But there's nothing nationally about Michigan State. And I think that should really be a bar that you, the Michigan State fan, should understand. I'm going to tell you that when, when I heard him talking about stops at Boise State or Montana early in his career, in Oregon State and working with Mike Riley and the coaches and Chris Peterson at Boise State and then going to Washington. I believe they're going to have a modern offense. They're, they're going to throw it around. They're going to be creative. I liked what Alan Haller, the Michigan State AD, said, that they're going to be tough. If you looked at Oregon State, they, they had the look of a football team that wanted to fight you. But there is... Beyond Lansing in the state of Michigan, there is no buzz nationally on this hire. I really like it. I've always said they need to modernize football, not go Rich Rod way, 
but get an offense that's going to attract quarterbacks because they're <laughs> they're losing everybody. The transfer portal. Where everything's at right now, you just need to be patient if you're a Michigan State fan because your program is not on the level of Michigan or Ohio State. It's not. I think Jonathan Smith can make Michigan State with a full cycle of recruits and transfers within four years. I think he can put them in a bowl game within two. Unless there's just some major transfers who flourish kind of Kenneth Walker-like, it will be a year where I think you'll introduce a quarterback to get seasoned for that following year. I really love this hire. But when you look at no national buzz, when you look where Michigan State is off a 4-8 and eight season, when you look at the remnants of the Mel Tucker fiasco, which is behind them now, this is a fresh start. And with the fresh start, the Michigan State fans will need to be patient. You'll have to be. Because look what's coming to the conference with Oregon and Washington and UCLA and USC. And granted, UCLA and USC, ton of talent, but you're not sure about those coaches, including Lincoln Riley and what he did with all that talent this year. I think they got the best available, realistic head coach in Jonathan Smith. I just think there needs to be a window of patience. And I don't know in today's message board and Twitter society if there will be that true patience necessary because Michigan State fans see what Michigan is doing and they want to get there. And that's why they gave Mel Tucker the money and they thought they were there and Harbaugh was leaving and it was going down in Ann Arbor and oh my God, it's falling apart. This is about Jonathan Smith and his journey and his own path. And I believe he will bring talent in. His West Coast roots mixed in with Big Ten football with Michigan State. Rolling in with at least five assistants, and we'll get an update from Comp in a moment that he's worked with. I, I, I they ju- he seems like a football coach. He, he's not an evangelist. He's not going to give you the greatest speech ever in his opener in front of everybody at the press conference today. But it is a great hire. But the Michigan State fan on message boards and on Twitter, you can't compare Michigan State football to any other program right now. You can't. You just can't. It will drive you crazy. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider. He was at Coach Smith's introduction to the media, uh, to the people at MSU. He's standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And uh, Comp from first news of the hire to his 48 hours in East Lansing, what's your first impressions on the new Michigan State head football coach? Um, I think if you're a Michigan State fan, it's probably refreshing to see a coach who seems to have a handle on things already in day two. It is not just reading slogans off a bumper sticker. That's what Mel Tucker did for four years was just all these mantras that he memorized from the Nick Saban era that, you know, were pretty good for a couple of years, a little bit good for recruits here and there. 
but top to bottom, uh, you know, Tucker didn't quite uh, have the accountability and the attention to detail that he professed, and it got away from him in a lot of ways. This guy's coming in. He's a grinder, former walk-on at Oregon State. Ended up quarterback and continued to win 11 and 1 under Dennis Erickson, the best team in Oregon State history. And you know what his coaching has been since then? I mean, he worked his way up to be office coordinator for Chris Peterson for the Washington team that went to the college football playoff. I mean, that's a coordinator job for a big time program in the playoff. That's big. He was at Peterson day one. He was with Peterson day one at Washington. He came with Peterson from Boise State. He was quarterback's coach at Boise State when Peterson made the move from. Boise State to Washington. Peterson let his offensive coordinator go, and he promoted Smith when he brought him along. Smith has risen from there, taking over a program at Oregon State that was in shambles, one and eleven the year before he got there. Then he went what two and two and ten, five and seven. Then last year, you know, ten and three last year, number seventeen in the country, blew out Florida in a bowl game this year, eight and four, been been good, uh, quite solid in a lot of ways. Like you said, best coach available really good coaches out there, but many of them are not available. You and I have talked about this for the last six, seven weeks, about realistic candidates. And Jonathan Smith was one of the ones I've been mentioning to you from the beginning. Michigan State went after him. They, 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 they sent initial word right away, we are interested in you, among some others. And they stayed with it, and uh, they did a good job pursuing him, but Michigan State fans got to see a little bit of him today. And, uh, and to answer your question, the most impressive thing that I take away with my takeaway, if you're a Michigan State fan, is that this guy's organized. He's got a handle on things. It's just day one. There's a lot of work to do, but he's a guy that I think that can handle a lot of hard work. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, VMSU Insider on the show, checking in on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line. I mentioned for Coach Smith and this new staff, their work is to figure out what players are going to be on your roster, whether it's transfer portal, whether it's recruits, that Michigan State had committed, that he had committed to Oregon State or was in the mix on out west. Uh, how is this roster going to look? If a Michigan State fan listening right now says, who do you think will have a quarterback? What will we look like come September? How would you answer that? Boy, that is a great question. You know, they they were down to about 40 scholarship players by the end of that Indiana game two weeks ago. And now, you know, several players have already gone into the portal. Um I don't know how much the previous staff that's outgoing, the assistant coaches, I don't know how much they've encouraged players to go to the portal. I've been hearing some things about that, which is kind of disconcerting. Um, we'll have to see if anything comes to that. But, you know, Smith, when he took over, he, he wanted to know right away before the first team meeting who, who wants to go to the portal. And uh, maybe there were some that he talked off the ledge, but he wasn't begging anybody to stay. He's got long-term um, plans, and the roster right now, uh, at the beginning of the year, I thought was pretty good, but as they've lost players, I thought it was good enough to go 6-6, six 7-5. Six, but as you saw this year, it's, it's, a, it's a short step from 7-5 to 4-8. Uh, there's only a couple things that need to go wrong for that to happen. So the roster, uh, it's uh, that, that's one of the things about – firing a coach in today's landscape of college football. If you're going to change coaches and you're doing it right now, like Indiana is and some of these other places, they're firing a coach this weekend. 
you've only got three weeks to put a recruiting class together, first of all. Secondly, you're losing players to the portal. The combination of the early signing day and the transfer portal is a double-edged sword for any program that wants to fire a coach or, or move on from a coach. Michigan State's going through that right now. Nebraska went through it last year. Arizona State went through it the year before. It's a hydrogen bomb. It's a hydrogen bomb to a roster. And that's what Michigan State's going to go through right now, and it's going to be real difficult. Comper, you you battling the cold, obviously. You you, you doing all okay? Yeah, you know, I told uh, I told your guy that I, I couldn't come out a couple of days ago. I've, I've been out with COVID for about a week, so I did not go to the press conference today. Um, so uh, I'm feeling better today, but I had you know our guys at Spartan Mag, we had guys there that were covering it, and I watched it you know online, and I'm writing about it from home. My energy level's okay, but. I couldn't go over there, and you know, with the way I'm. The doctor says that I'm not contagious anymore. I'm past the five or six day window, but I, 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 could, I wasn't going to go over there and subject people to whatever germs I might have. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sounding too good, but I'm feeling better. Thanks for asking. You know, one thing, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, before I let you go, when I first saw the Michigan State football tweet of. Coach Smith in the airplane on his way to East Lansing. My first glance was, "How did Comp get on that plane?" I was like, "You, you that Coach Smith looks just like you, Comp." Yeah, and there's rumors. I mean, I was not there today, so people are wondering. We still not been seated in the same room together. So, <laughs> oh my God, this is oh, I hey, I'm not going down Connor Stallion's road, but what's going on here? Yeah, they haven't been. You're you're at home sick, which obviously you sound like you're going to play a trombone right now with your nose. So yeah. you are sick. We have validated that through forensic uh, sound analysis. So we know yeah. this is the real Jim Comperoni. But at, when I saw his photo, and every time I've seen it in that 48 hours there, I'm like, oh my god, look at Comp hugging Izzo. Look, look at Comp. He gets to go on the private jet. How come Alan Haller is hugging Comp? <laughs> yeah, either I'm sick or I'm a good actor. I don't you know. You are. We'll, you are. I we'll think find, we'll find out. We'll I think this out. is. I've seen. It's like Jack Reacher. It's like a Tom Clancy novel. I know it is. All right, Com, get better, my man. Thanks for the update. All right, thanks a lot, Bill. Take care. Yeah, Jim Comproni. If you if you look at Comp, like if you follow him on Twitter, then you look at Coach Smith, the new head football coach of Michigan State. It's amazing. It is flat out. What if they're long-lost brothers? Seriously. Well, what if Comp grew up in an orphanage like in North Dakota, and one day his twin brother, Johnny, was taken from the orphanage to California in a station wagon, not a covered wagon. Comp's not that old. And then they're reunited in East Lansing. So Comp didn't go. He is sick. I felt guilty almost spending eight minutes with him. I almost yelled clear. <laughs> um, we do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is an adult crafted cocktail. Blue raspberry lemonade and vodka. What a great way to celebrate a big win at a tailgate or at the game. You'll find Honolulu Blue at Ford Field for all Lions games. You can look for it at your local store, pub, 
bar, restaurant, or anywhere across Michigan, Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day. What are your thoughts on the official hiring of Jonathan Smith to replace Mel Tucker? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. We're going to get a update on the Hawkeyes taking on Michigan Saturday night in the Big Ten Championship game. Tom Kakert follows the Hawkeyes. He knows everything about Ferentz and Hawkeye football. He'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest Josh Greason. Tickets start at $40 on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Greason. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Don't miss holiday deals at Meyer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December Home Holiday Indoor Decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December Home Holiday Ornaments and Lifelike Trees and Phillips Lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Remember, just search The Huge Show wherever you download podcasts. Catch up on huge opinions, interviews, hours, and full shows. They're all free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. I did tweet out earlier the story that three-time Stanley Cup champion, veteran forward Patrick Kane, Reports have him signing a one-year deal around $3 million with the Wings. Underwent hip resurfacing surgery following last year. Been rehabbing ever since. Hey, you're bringing a guy that's been a champion. He's not in his prime. It's low money. I'm all for it. Kane can handle the puck. One of the best to ever do it. The more you can surround the wings with guys who have won, the better off they'll be. And they're playing some good hockey. So that's the latest. And they're, I think I read some $2.75 million for one year. That's really, you know, two-thirds of a year. Yeah, man, I look at the Lions, and they got the Saints on Sunday. And they got some help last night. Thank you, Chicago Bears. Lions lead the Vikings and the Packers by three games in the loss column. Vikings lose in the last two to Denver and the Bears. So big for the Lions. It's like the Lions would have won that game Thursday. Seriously, with these losses. I I don't like backing in to winning the NFC North, but... Just win the NFC North and get a home playoff game. That's it. Just win the NFC North and get a home playoff game. You're watching Philly, and they keep coming back like they did against Buffalo. And you look at how good the Niners are now with Chase Young and Bosa and McCaffrey and Samuel back in their lineup. Let's be real. That that road to the Super Bowl unless there's major injuries, and I'm not even including the Cowboys in this. You know, when the Lions go to Dallas here at the end of the regular season in their remaining games, I I think that will tell us if they're going to be playoff ready to go win on the road. Cowboys defense as good as any defensive unit in football. So you got the Wings. Now they're going to add Kane. They should be a playoff team. You have the Lions, Tigers. AL Central, a 500 team, and maybe a few games over 500, you could win the division. And then you have the Pistons who get the Lakers on Wednesday night, and they could tie a franchise record of 15 straight losses. Oh, man. Kate Cunningham, they they, they don't have a point guard. It's not Killian Hayes. It's not Kate Cunningham. It's not Ivy. No, it's none of those guys. It's like not having a quarterback on your team. They haven't bought in on the coaching. The rotations aren't right. I, I They haven't ripcorded, but when you get drilled by a 2-14 and 14 Washington Wizards team like they did last night. The NBA, it's not just the Pistons, man. I'm telling you, I'm watching, you know, late at night when I... Things wind down. I like to watch a lot of basketball, college and the NBA. NBA is nothing but summer AAU basketball. It's tough to watch. They're just running and gunning. There's a few teams, like I said last week, that I enjoy watching, like the Nuggets. 
Golden State. But it's just so bad. These dudes, they don't play no defense. There's nothing physical about it. There's little strategy. The coaches that do inject some strategy, or teams that do, are usually the teams that have deep playoff runs. The NBA is close to unwatchable. It really is. The league's in trouble in my mind. I think coming out on the outside of soccer, I really do. With Messi, MLS, the NBA this season or in-season play-in tournament, what in the heck is that? They're in trouble. They are. That, that style of basketball uh, will not entertain the fans. Again, it will in Denver, Golden State. I, I you know where Phoenix, right? I, I can probably I can't even get the ten franchises. Boston, Miami, just horrible basketball. It is. Tom Kakert is with HawkeyeReport.com, Iowa Insider. He is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Want to get his thoughts on the Big Ten title game on Saturday night, Iowa and Michigan. Tom, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, how about this Iowa team? Uh, Ten and two, uh, number 18 (laughs) in the country, one of the worst offenses in the country, uh, real solid on defense and special teams, an offensive coordinator, the son of the head coach, who will be gone at the end of this year. Through all that, they win the Big Ten West, survive in their 10-2 and play in Michigan for the Big Ten title on Saturday night. Yeah, they're 18th in the country and average 18 points a game, and they're 10 and two. And I don't know that you would have. I mean, if somebody would have told me, you know, the, the fact that they got to be 10 and two this year doesn't surprise me. If you would have told me before the season, hey, they finished 10 and two, I would have said, yep, okay. But if you would have told me that Cade McNamara, Eric All, Luke Lachey all missed basically three fourths of the season, and Cooper DeGene misses the last few games. I would have told you there was probably no chance in the world that this team gets to the Big Ten title game. And yet, here they are. They've just perfected the art of winning close games. And uh, just, you know, it's I've, I've, I've kind of termed them sometimes they're like watching one of the Walendas walk on a tightrope tight across between buildings. You, you think they're going to fall off, and, and and then they make it to the other side, and you're celebrating a win. You know, they're a ten and two team that easily could have been a six and six team. And I'm not yeah. I'm not bagging on Ference or the Hawkeyes, Tommy. I, they they were that close to being a six and six team. Yeah, they are. I mean, you just look this last week against Nebraska. They in the last minute of a game they throw an interception and Nebraska has the ball and the chance to win the game, uh win a tie you know, it's a tie game at the time and Nebraska turns it over and the with you know, 30 seconds left, and Iowa ends up kicking a field goal from a guy that hadn't kicked a field goal all year. And he kicks a game-winning field goal. I mean, it's just it's crazy stuff. I mean, the, the week before, Illinois, Caleb Johnson busts a 30-yard run in the fourth quarter to give them a 15-13 lead. It, uh, the Northwestern game, it's 7-7, and buck uh, 50 left, and Iowa's offense has to go 80 yards or to get a touchdown or, you know, 50, 60 or, you know, 40, 50 yards to get a field goal position. And they miraculously somehow hit a pass play for 
30 plus yards to get in field goal position for a 53 yard game winning field goal. It's story after story after story like that this season. Yeah, even the Michigan State game, State looked like they were going to win that. Yeah. You know, with 45 scholarship players, and Iowa found a way. So, and they do it and they find a way because their defense and special teams yeah. that you just alluded to. And Tom Kaker, Hawkeye Report. Dot com joining us talking about Michigan Iowa in the Big Ten Championship football game on Saturday night. So with that defense, with the special teams that we just discussed on the Hawkeye side, when you look at this Michigan team, what what tells you that Iowa could hoist that trophy and be Big Ten champions? Or on the flip side, what tells you that it's going to be tough for Iowa to beat Michigan? Oh, I think it's just going to be tough for Iowa to beat Michigan because, you know, here's the the other thing that's been kind of weird about this Iowa team. Last year, they were dining on turnovers. Year before, dining on turnovers all the time, creating all kinds of turnovers and creating havoc and and, and getting the ball and pick sixes and everything. They really haven't done a ton of that this year, and the sacks are down. So, uh, And the other thing is Michigan takes care of the football. They don't make mistakes. They don't give the ball away. So... That just makes it, it's going to, for Iowa to win, it's going to take multiple turnovers, some short field situations. But I just think Michigan's probably just too talented. I think uh, getting Coach Harbaugh back this week is going to galvanize that team even more, and they're going to want to go out and, and play for him. So uh, I think I was <laughs> going to be running into one this weekend. Uh, in a, uh, but you never know. You know, you got it's a, the old poker saying: you got a chip in a chair, you got a shot. We'll see what happens. Yeah, no pressure on Iowa. I mean, ten and two and uh, won yeah. the West in the Big Ten uh, championship game with uh, you know an ultimatum was given to Ference's son on where the offense needed to go. I I, I do yeah. wonder, in it, as this season finishes, even with the offensive struggles, that you're ten and two. You're an Iowa fan. You're an Iowa athletic department member, you're an Iowa Board of Region trustees, whatever is their governing body, how can you go blame a coach because you're 10-2 and two and you won the West and you're in the Big Ten championship game? Yeah, it is. Um, it's been a weird situation ever since that 25-point, that, uh, 7-win uh, document was crafted, and it's just it's been kind of just hanging over the program and then during the bye week uh interim athletic director Beth Getz uh, said that Brian would not be back and you know one of the interesting side stories is since since that point um Brian Ferentz has declined to wear Iowa gear on the sidelines. He just wears a plain black hoodie and uh and you know like this past weekend wore like a Carhartt hat instead of a Iowa stocking cap. Uh so it's it's just uh kind of a cold war situation right now with with everything i think and it's um but it's going to be an interesting off season now with you know what does kirk ferentz do uh with his offense coordinator and with his offense and he's pretty much said you know whoever's changing the call in the plays might change but what we do probably won't yeah and his argument would be we're 10 and 2 and we won the west and we're yep. in the big 10 championship game win or lose yep. We're the second-best yep. team in the Big Ten, at least, at the end. So I'm not going to change what I'm doing. You drove out my son. You gave him an ultimatum, which is unheard of anywhere in college sports. Part of me yeah. 
Part of me was thinking when he got the game ball, was it for most Big Ten wins or something? I saw on the Big Ten Network. And Aspo Schembechler. Yeah, right, right. On the, the most, win total. Right, on the win total. And I'm, you're, you're Kirk Ferentz, and you just had this season. I, I get you're making a ton of money as the Iowa head football coach, but they're going to show your son the door. Do you just announce after that game you're done, right? Yeah, that's. You know, that's come up in conversation with various people wondering if that might happen. But, you know, thus far, Kirk has kind of said, um, I'm coming back. So um, he's operating as if he's coming back right now. Now, could he change his mind? Certainly. And it wouldn't be the first coach that just kind of – he's big at assessing himself and the program after the season is done. So he probably won't really – I mean, he'll formulate some thought probably – December, but until after the, you know, assuming they're playing in a January one bowl here, that that's that's what they're going to do is just assess things at that point, and then he'll make his decision. Any other family members he could uh, put in as offensive coordinator just to <laughs> stick it to <laughs> Iowa I have administration. I have, uh, I have, you know, he's got two sons uh, beyond beyond Brian uh, James, who is. I think still on the practice squad for the Patriots. He might be on the active roster now, but I joke that he and Stephen, his, his youngest son, who is coaching line, that he's going to hire uh, Stephen and, uh, and and James as a co-offensive coordinator. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, before I let you go, by the way, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com, if you want to get a look inside Iowa as they prepare for Michigan in the Big Ten championship football game, on Saturday night, from your vantage point in Iowa City, from what you've seen from Michigan on TV, highlights, looking at games, getting ready, HawkeyeReport.com, whatever, what impresses you the most about this Michigan team compared to other Michigan teams you've seen? You know, what's impressed me the most, besides Blake Quorum, I love Blake Quorum. I think he is just a tremendous running back, just toughness uh, that, that he has shown. Uh, I think he's dynamite. Uh, but the thing that's impressed me the most this year about Michigan has been the growth of J.J. McCarthy. I think he is uh, he's elevated himself. I wondered last year if he was, you know, more hyped than, uh, than reality. But, boy, he is watching him play this past weekend. Boy, he just exudes leadership, uh, throws, makes some throws. That I mean, there was that sideline pass that he made on the run. Oh. You know, there's there's a small percentage of people on this planet that could make that throw and make it accurately. So um, he is uh, he's really shown me a lot, and, and I think that's maybe the biggest thing that I've seen from Michigan this year in terms of growth. What's your prediction on the game Saturday night? I threw out twenty eight to six, so um, I, I think it's going to be just a low scoring. Uh, right around the number kind of game. How many times will Kirk Ferentz ask for the Statue of Liberty play? <laughs> <laughs> I would think they're going to, you know, last time, two years ago, they had a, uh, they ran a uh, halfback pass to a fullback and it failed miserably. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Yeah, only only Iowa would run a halfback pass to a fullback. Surprise, I'm surprised it wasn't an eligible tackle. On the right side, they tried one of those. They tried one of those earlier this year. 
You know, they have nothing to lose. Yeah, the one thing I'll say yeah. that, you know, the Michigan nation is talking about obviously what they did to Ohio State and they're talking, about, uh, you know, hey, can they go finally win a college football playoff game or win it all? How do they match up against Georgia? Who's going to be their first round opponent? I'm like, you know, you still have a 10 and 2 team ranked number 18 that averages 18 points a game. That's why they put them at number 18. I thought that was a tribute to Coach Ferentz. Uh, well done there. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, go jump on that, and you can take a look at the team Michigan's face on Saturday night for the Big Ten Championship. Tommy, always appreciate your time here on the huge show across Michigan. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. All right, Tom Kaker. I, I love honest guys. You know, he, Hawkeye Report, it's easy to be. It's not the Hawkeye Homer Report. He's honest. He says 28-6. What's the line? 23. That's right close uh, to the number in the game. And the over-under is 35 and a half. Iowa does have a good defense, and they have great special teams. Special teams and defense are two-thirds of what you need to win. They just don't have any offense. And Cade McNamara is chirping. He calls them the other team. Okay. All right. You're not even playing. They went 10-2 and two without you. Okay? Zip it. You lost your job to JJ. Deal with it. I don't want to hear Michigan fans say, oh, I put, you know, Kate deserves all the respect, man. No. He ran. He's a portal guy. He's a portal kid. I don't like the portal kids. Unless they help my team win. Everything huge. 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium flight, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop. Not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. Big Ten announced the all-conference defensive units, first, second, and third teams, and special teams will do offense, I think, tomorrow. Michigan was well represented on the first team on defense. Mason Graham, Will Johnson, uh, both first teamers. Uh, Second team, all conference on defense. Kenneth Grant, Chris Jenkins, Junior Colson, Mike Sandra still. Third team, Michigan guys who made all Big Ten. Mike Barrett and Rod Moore. There you go. That's a lot. First, second, and third team. For that Michigan defense. Uh, special teams. Iowa had Tory Taylor, the punter, and Cooper DeJean from Iowa. <laughs> Where you from? I'm DeJean from Iowa. Second team, James Turner. It was the second team kicker. Uh, Ryan Eckley from Michigan State. Second team uh, punter. Third team, Tommy Doman from Michigan. I was looking to see if the Spartans had anybody on the first, second, or third team defensive units. No, they got shut out. Nobody. Wow. Mm. When your kicker and punter are getting the honors, it reminds me of old school Lions. Speaking of Lions, who wants to win Lomas Brown's tricked out golf cart that Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford here on the west side of the state, your go-to Yamaha golf cart, West Michigan headquarters. They'll customize any golf cart for you, for your neighborhood, for your golf club, uh, your workplace, your second home, wherever, down in Florida, you name it. Go see Drew and the crew. And we'll be doing this promotion, uh, text to enter to win, through next summer and then we'll give it away at Tullymore you could win Lomas Brown's golf cart just text IMPACT I-M-P-A-C-T 
to 21,000. That's impact to 21,000, and you'll be in the drawing uh, next summer. And look for Lomas Brown's Lions card at shows, and we'll have it at golf events. It's pretty cool. Thank you to Drew and his team, Kathy Mason, from their marketing department. Uh, If you're looking for all the power toys that you need for your home, your business, or you want to get your own tricked-out golf cart, just everything on it, go see Drew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids. They are West Michigan's Yamaha golf cart destination, but everybody listening across the state can enter to win Lomas Brown's golf cart. Just text IMPACT to 21000. Text I-M-P-A-C-T to 21000, and you'll be in that drawing uh, next summer. There's no rush. but Because uh, between the golf shows and the outdoor shows and everything we're doing during the winter across the state with Drew and Impact Power Sports and Lomas will be making appearances with the golf cart, hey, we launched it. And like I said, if you want your own tricked-out golf cart, personal use on the golf course business, Whatever, uh, go see uh, Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of GR. 24 7, everything you need with our show is free at thehugeshow.net. Big, bad, huge.